You're listening to Plan Style Do, the wedding podcast. Hello and welcome to Plan Style Do. My name's Jordan Weaver. I'm a wedding planner and stylist and founder of Jordan Weaver Events. Each episode, I bring you bite-sized tips and advice, as well as interviews with leading wedding industry experts to help take the stress and confusion out of planning your day. Now, I am so looking forward to today's episode. I have the pleasure of being joined by Alison Clouston, co-founder of Melbourne-based bridal accessory brand, Emily George. Alison and I are going to be doing a kind of bridal accessories 101 today. I feel like there is just so much focus on a bride's wedding dress and her hair and her makeup, but bridal accessories are so important to completing your wedding day look. And they're also a really beautiful way to add meaning and personality to your day. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Alison. Thanks for joining me. Thanks so much for having me and inviting me on. Pleasure, pleasure. Well, let's start at the beginning. So for those who may not be familiar with the Emily George brand, can you tell me what do you do, where are you based and how did you get started? So I'm a co-founder with Sarah and we both design modern timeless wedding accessories and that's everything from earrings to veils, silk accessories, freshwater pins, keepsake anklets but we're certainly best known for our earrings and veils. Uh, Emily George, the name, represents both Sarah and myself, uh, but we wanted to put the brand in front of ourselves. Emily is a bit of French femininity and softness, and George hopefully represents our modern strength and forward-focused designs. We're based in Paran, but we're an online-only business, and we have a stockist that we're very proud of around the world. Sarah comes from a background in bridal and she's also run her own fashion brands. And I spent most of my career running big brands for the likes of L'Oreal. Sarah and I have always talked about going into business together. And it wasn't until we both were on maternity leave at the same time. And we used to go for these long walks and have chats about uh, what we could do together that the idea of Emily George came up. The idea came together really because we were talking about weddings and how we felt like there was a gap in the marketplace between, I guess, trinkety accessories or the only other option you really had was seriously fashion-focused designs. And we felt like there was a little bit missing, well, a large piece missing for just some really strong modern pieces that you can look back in your photos 50 years down the track and you'll still feel like they're beautiful and accentuate your own beauty and be really proud of them. So we launched the the business in about six months and it's really just grown from there. I love a good behind the scenes brand story and it's, um, it's beautiful how yours came about. And I think what you mentioned about the blending of the feminine with the Amelie and then the, the more masculine and strong side of your designs with the George part of brand, that absolutely resonated with me because I feel like that is kind of at the heart of what I'm doing when I'm wedding styling and designing for Jordan Weaver events. It's balancing that feminine and the masculine and the light and the shade to achieve that kind of really sophisticated contemporary feel. Can you tell me, is is that really something you're mindful about when you're designing your collections? 
Yes, it is actually. And it's funny that you say that because uh, we're very visual um, and we're polar opposites in terms of what we bring to the brand sometimes. Um, obviously, we meet in the middle when we're making decisions, but I love to find inspiration from strength in, say, architecture. I love Art Deco design. I like those really strong, piercing black and white imagery. And then Sarah will bring in some of these soft flowing, get inspiration from flowers and also from fabric textures and light play with glassware. And it's really combining those things that I guess creates a bit of a magical moment that we get really excited about. And I think that you'd find it in your business as well. Weddings are all about bringing two people together and I guess two worlds together. So finding those exciting magical plays in the middle is really what it's all about. Do you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and I think that everybody has those sides to their personality. Everybody has a part that's maybe a bit more feminine and then maybe a stronger, more masculine side. So to be able to combine that in design, whether it's, you know, bridal accessory design or in event design is, um, is really beautiful. Absolutely. Now, your collection, you specialise, as you said, in veils and earrings and anklets and hairpins. But let's start with the veils because over the years, the popularity of veils has kind of come and gone and the styles that are popular have changed dramatically. You create a number of different styles and lengths. So you've got the traditional full length and then you've got some mid-length designs. You've got the blusher veil, which sits really kind of delicately below shoulder length. And then you've got the birdcage veil, which clips into the hair and sits across the eyes can you talk me through each style and length what's proving really popular with brides right now certainly the most popular right now is our chapel length which just sits at the bottom of the dress it might be a little bit more of what people would traditionally think as a veil and then we have a beautiful piece which is a fingertip pearl and that's That would probably be our our next most popular at the moment. The pearls um, are evenly separated across the veil. And so exactly what the the veil is called, it's a fingertip. If you play with your fingers, play with the veil, then you can see those pearls poking through. And that's also quite gorgeous. Uh, We also have the cathedral, which is a really striking statement length. I personally was... I was a little bit unsure how many of our brides would really take that dramatic look. And um, it's it's proven to make some really amazing photography when our brides get in contact with us after their wedding and say, hi, look at our look at our wedding photos and we're so proud to see these really dramatic incredible photos with these cathedral length veils so um yeah as i said the the chapel certainly the most popular but certainly the the fingertip and the cathedral are strong choices by other brides beautiful well i love all of your veil designs but i particularly love the blusher and the birdcage styles just because they're there's something different and i feel like they're the perfect example of how accessories can have they can make that ultimate statement on a wedding day it doesn't just have to be about the dress does it no certainly not and i i think of these as our fun plays so the bird cages are more of a perfect accessory versus a veil which uh, might be making a little bit more of a traditional play as to your wedding look and the blushes our blushes we have currently one that's got these beautiful little flowers on it which is can't be seen from the front but is just a beautiful little play when you look at the back of the bride 
Oh, they're so fun and kind of playful. I love it with a, a bit of a kind of retro feel as well, which is gorgeous. And um, if you want to check them out, I'll put the link to the Emily George uh, website in the show notes. So make sure you have a look. Now, as a wedding planner, I can't count how many times I've seen brides struggling with their veil, first in getting it to stay on. And then the number one thing I hear is, let's just get the photos done. I want to get my veil off. I feel like you've been really mindful with both form and function in your designs is that something that's a priority for you guys yes it is and it's funny that you said that it's the feedback that uh, you heard brides really struggling with when to take their veil off they might want it on for some photos and not have it on for other photos or the second half of the evening and so we actually came up with a magnetic system so that on our photo shoots we could take the veil on and off the bride and we didn't have to have the hairdresser coming in and constantly touching up the bride's hair so after using it on a couple of photo shoots our makeup artists stylists and hair artists started to ask if we could make some bespoke versions for their brides and as of a couple of months ago we've launched the v clip and what it allows brides to do is to have their veil on and then as they go through different settings different parts of their day they can put their veil on and off without upsetting their hair Oh, that's perfect because it kind of at the moment it seems like either one or the other you either have the veil stuck in so strongly that it's not going anywhere or you have a gorgeous hairstyle but a kind of flimsy flimsy stuck in veil so that's perfect I love it absolutely and I actually had a close girlfriend who luckily her hairdresser was at the wedding because she had to completely redo her hair because after taking the veil out because it was so tight at the start of the day just all of this feedback combined we think that it's a really important piece to have that flexibility on your day so we've covered wedding veils but another huge part of your collection Emily George is earrings and again you guys have got a huge range of styles but running through them is what I would call a look of kind of sophisticated understated elegance they're contemporary pieces but there's something that you would wear outside of a wedding as well. Is that something that's important to you? Because I personally feel like a bride on her wedding day should look and feel the best version of herself. I know it's cliche, but um, that involves, I guess, having pieces that she would wear outside of her wedding day and that kind of reflect her everyday style. Absolutely. And I think that you really uh, highlighted an important part of our design is that the bride should be the best version of herself on her wedding day. And we really try to make designs that accentuate a bride's natural beauty and that suits her. So an afterthought of that is the fact that a bride can wear the pieces again and again on special occasions or even every day if they truly want, because they make her feel radiant and feel beautiful. I think that really shines through when you see your pieces that, you know, it is about the wedding day itself, but it's also about creating something very wearable and something um, that reflects the bride every day. Now, I think one of the most beautiful and meaningful aspects of bridal accessories is that I often, as a planner, see family members buying them for the bride as a kind of beautiful personal touch I guess I know for example my grandparents they weren't able to travel to Australia for our wedding day so they bought my earrings for me and it was almost as though they were kind of walking down the aisle with me which is really beautiful how much does tradition play into your pieces because they are contemporary but I imagine there is that kind of traditional element that you're trying to weave in as well 
Yes, tradition is very important to what we choose to design and uh, how we approach our design work. And a big part of that is because weddings are about a very traditional promise made between two lovers. And one of the first traditions that we challenged ourselves to modernise was that of the something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. So we chose a precious stone, which is the topaz, and we made into a beautiful, simple anklet that can be worn on the wedding day and then not just kept away in your jewellery box but worn afterwards as well. Yeah, that's the perfect example of something that's very wearable on a day but it's a gorgeous keepsake that you can keep and you can, you know, potentially pass down generations. So I love that. But let's finish with a bit of trend forecasting. What are you predicting is going to be popular with brides in the seasons ahead when it comes to bridal accessories? Absolutely. We talk about this all the time. Weddings have really come back to a really simple core of some beautiful moments, um, the emphasis on the photographer so that they can share the moments with those that can't attend. So weddings are paired back and we see jewellery being paired back, we see veils being paired back, we see uncomplicated looks. That's where we're designing our next collections to be, to be perfectly shaped jewels, to be veils that emphasise the dress but don't complicate it. Uh, We see our accessories not distracting from a bride's beauty and we just want to be simple, sophisticated, discreet and elegant. Well, it has been such a pleasure chatting, Alison. Thank you so much for joining me. If brides would like to find out more about Emily George, can you tell me how can they find you and where can they buy your designs? We're an online-only boutique, but we're so proud of our stockists. We're across Australia and in New York in Karen Willis Homes, as well as scattered up the East Coast at Elamoda in New Zealand. Our exclusive stockist over there is Trish Peng. And we're also stocked across the United States. We're in Paris and Germany, and you can see them all on our stockist listing. Beautiful. And I will pop the website and the Instagram handle in the show notes as well so um, couples can find you online as well. Well, that brings an end to this week's episode of Plan Style Do. Thank you for joining us. If you've enjoyed this episode, please jump on your favourite podcast platform and leave a review so others can listen in too. I am Jordan Weaver. Thank you for joining us and I'll catch you next time. Mm -hmm.